to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Film and TV Edition. How are you, Ma? What's up? Oh, wonderful, sweetie. Everything's going great in the swing of the holiday spirit, and everything's just going wonderfully. What about you? Oh. Everything is is awesome. Uh, I really have no complaints. You see, our schedule is turned around just a little bit because we're in the in the middle of the holidays and enjoying it. And we had some uh, guests, and so I'm just really excited. I'm not too excited about my sports teams at all. Um, we know, mom. We know the Cowboys beat the Eagles which does keep a happy home for me. Uh, but, you know, I do like Jalen Hurts. Yay for Dak and keep your head up, Jalen. The Bills beat the Chiefs. Was not happy about that. Oh, Pat, I saw you were so upset. I've never seen you that upset yeah, before. Yeah, he was very All right, angry. Patrick, that's all right. Things will turn around. Okay. And then in the NBA, the Lakers beat the Indiana Pacers for the first ever in-season tournament championship. They they brought home, uh, you know, uh, a championship. Well, home. LeBron, LeBron, you continue to be blessed. Um, You know, I just want to say. A trophy. I, I, right? And I just want to <laughs> say, and my heart goes out to your family and take care of Bronny. Okay. Oh, yeah. We Right? We have to keep our eye on Bronny. Yeah, so yeah. I, I won't be doing too much updating on uh, sports for the next episode. Maybe next week, right? Yeah, that's right. When the news gets a little better for, for our teams. Okay. Well, we do have some um, good news, Ma, that we didn't mention on the last podcast. We should have mentioned it before, but Nellie and Ashanti are expecting. Wonderful. And so I want to congratulate them. I think we did mention it. Did, or we? did we? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm oh, not but sure then we mentioned congratulations. It. I think we didn't. I think Con- we were thinking about it. Okay, then, so yeah. congratulations to uh, Nellie and Ashanti. And this is Ashanti's yeah. first child. And All if right. we did mention it, congratulations again. All right. All right, Mom. Okay. Let's let everybody know what we are sipping on today. And we are sipping And on- congratulations to Russ and the Broncos. They're still in the hunt. Okay. I just had to add that. I forgot about them. All right? right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So we... <laughs> Okay. We are sipping on some Uncle Nearest Whiskey, Ma. So okay. you want to give a toast? All right. Let's raise our glasses to health, wealth, happiness, long life, and prosperity. Salud. Salud. Okay, I'm going to do a little bit of sipping today. Alrighty. So, Ma, we have to start things off with a couple of pop culture items. And so, Okay, what's going on, daughter? So, you, you've seen online, especially on, you know, different um, social media platforms, people were coming for Megan Good. And the reason that people were coming for Megan Good is they really can't wrap their head around how she is still standing beside Jonathan Majors and supporting him when there are text messages that appear to prove that he was physically violent with his ex, Grace Jabari. Um, You know, they talked about in the text messages where he said that he was contemplating suicide. He was pretty much trying to make her feel bad about going to the hospital because of some injuries that she supposedly, allegedly sustained uh, having a physical altercation 
that he was the person who obviously caused physical harm to Grace Jabari. My, what are your thoughts on Megan Good standing beside him in court when all of this information is coming to light that I'm sure she knew about beforehand? You know, the only thing that I can think of that makes any kind of sense at all is not even anything associated with her career. You know, because she's doing well. She's been out here from since she was a kid and she has her career and she's been married. She was in a lengthy marriage, you know, though it's over now. It was a very lengthy marriage. So... Uh, and, and she achieved success on some level within that relationship, even though, it, you know, like I said, it's resolved, dissolved now. The only thing I can really think of is that she is somehow feeling that uh, if he did do what he's being accused of doing, she's showing him grace and figuring that he can change and recover. I mean, that's the only thing that I can think of. Allegedly, in the text message, Ma, he said, Last night, I considered kill killing myself versus coming home. I need love, too. Or maybe I'm such a monster and horrible man, I don't deserve it, and I should just kill myself. In this way, my existence is miserable. I want to die. These are the alleged text messages. Right. That yeah, for. yeah, I got you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking that maybe she's feeling she'll support him through his recovery and whatever professional help he's getting and or spiritual counseling he's getting. Mm -hmm. Maybe she thinks that, you know, he's redeemable as we have a tendency to believe and hope for in everyone that he that he's not beyond redemption, you know, so I. I mean, I guess that's the only thing she can be thinking. Certainly, she's not condoning his violent behavior, you know. So, uh, you know, I'm going to Is just this anti-woman, you think? I don't think it's anti-woman. Okay. I do not think it's about being anti-woman. I think it's about being pro-love, pro-forgiveness, pro-humanitarian. Uh, I think she's coming from that aspect. And, of course, she probably really likes him, mm -hmm. you know, but I think she's coming from the, the idea of doing it in a more loving way. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I think she's doing. I think it's very difficult. It's, you know, it's easy for people to judge, you yeah. know, from looking from the outside in. Uh, but what I will say is, if I knew that someone was accused of these things and did these things, and in particular, pretty recently, I don't know how easy it would be for me to forgive him. And this isn't someone that I grew up with or right. had any history with, or maybe they do. All of this stuff we don't know. We don't know. You right. know we don't know the right. context, and we don't know. Um, this is a ledge, but it appears as though he may have actually been very physically abusive towards this woman and that he appears allegedly to have a history of this with other women. And he also is a well-educated man. Now, that has nothing to do with his mental health. And so, uh, you know, I'm hoping that he gets the help that he needs. It isn't the best look for Megan Good. It really isn't. 
So all I can say is, Megan, I'm wishing you luck, and I also also wish you know a good luck to Jonathan, and that he rehabs and gets all the help that he needs, and to the to the woman Grace Jabari that right. she gets the, and the help that and she I needs. And I also want to add that I I'm pretty sure that Megan can't be thinking that this is going to bolster her career, you know, so she cannot be thinking in that way. I mean, some people have a tendency to be cynical and say, oh, she's just trying to be out there. No. Some people are saying I, that. I, of sure, but no, I'm not going with that. Well, I, don't think, I don't think that she thinks this is going to help her career. Right. No, mm. if anything, it It'll might hurt, hurt it. it. Right, right. So that's why I'm saying that she has to be coming at it from a, a position of giving grace and humanitarianism. Because other than that, what can you think you're going to benefit from this? You know, this man uh, has been alleged to have beaten and physically abused women. And it's no way that, you know, you don't realize that you're putting yourself in jeopardy. So, um, I think she's stepping out saying, you know, that he it has some redeeming qualities. And, and let's see how it goes. It, it's Is she taking a risk? Yes. You know, so um, would it be difficult for me to do? Yes. You yeah. know, yeah. So, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So, my, so let's. Oh, good, good luck. Good luck to, to both of them. Yeah. And, to and, all and, parties. Right. That's right. In particular to Jonathan, who, you know, really needs help in one way or another. And to the alleged yeah. victim as and well. The victims totally. Yeah. The victims totally, yeah. you know, need to be made whole and need to be. Uh, understand that there's a price to be paid they need to be heard you know and and so forth absolutely yeah okay uh so i want to move on to 50 cent we touched on this on the last episode a little bit but uh he recently announced he was doing a documentary obviously on diddy over the alleged sex crimes and he even provided some footage via an instagram snippet in which fam- former Bad Boy Records rapper Mark Curry claimed that Combs would spike bottles of champagne at his parties and direct his crew not to drink from them. Curry said the women drank from them unknowingly and became real, real slippery. What are your thoughts on this? I, I don't know. You know, I can't address every little oh, allegation. Oh, one other thing. And, and 50 Cent is planning to donate all proceeds from the documentary to rape and sexual assault victims. Right on, 50. Now, I love that. Now you're talking about walking the walk. Now, that's doing the thing. Now, about all these different allegations that he did this and he did that, mm-hmm. I can't address them other than to say, Puffy, Diddy. If you did that, you know you are living foul, okay? Mm-hmm. If you did that, there's a price to pay. It's clearly you should not do that. That is obvious. I mean, I don't. I think it goes without saying. I don't need to address that. However, I don't know that he did it, but if he did it, he was living foul. If he did that, now you crossed over into criminal activity. Mm-hmm. That's altogether another thing to give people intentionally give people something that could render them uh unconscious you know defenseless Mm -hmm. and so forth so if you did that now you're actually committing a crime Mm -hmm. okay so 
I don't know if you did it, okay? Let the court judge it, you know? These people who are coming out saying this and saying that and saying the other thing, I don't know. Let the court, with the preponderance of evidence or beyond a reasonable doubt, whether it's criminal or civil, whatever the standard is, let them meet that standard, and guess what? Let Puffy slash Diddy answer for it what do you if he did it when he was puffy or if he did it when he was did <laughs> let him answer what for do it. you feel about 50 cent being the person to i love 50 well 50 is a wonderful person to do it as far as i'm concerned there's many things going on in the first place uh we already know that diddy he is a entertainment and film person mm -hmm. we know that because he's got his whole you know uh a mafia family going and mafia universe and you know black mafia universe and everything he has all that going on already you mean power universe yeah yeah so. right right yeah. well everybody knows what i'm talking about all 50 stuff on tv we oh, all know right. okay so he already has that going guess what he knows these people, okay? And, he does. And so, and is from a similar uh, musical background, okay? As some of these people in the music business and recording and Never so on and so forth. And he's known them for years. He, and he certainly knows Puffy slash Diddy he, personally. He never seemed to really like Diddy. He never seen Well, to okay. Like him. I was saving this little gem for you. I don't know if you've seen it, but I might have a little gem for you. Okay. Because according to him, he was on I don't know if it was the morning show or one of those podcasts. And this is fifty. And fifty told the story of how Puffy slash Diddy, I don't know which mode he was it in at the matter. time. Okay, let's say Diddy. Okay. Could be offered offered fifty Offered to take 50 shopping. I sent you that. You did not send me I that. I did. I you promise didn't. you. You may have sent I me that. You. you. You may have sent it, but I found it on my own. Okay? Ma, I promise. But you I send me stuff all the time. No, see, we no. Okay. Okay. All right. all right. Listen, daughter. Okay. I'll if pull you, up the if receipts. You, you don't have to pull up any receipts because you send me stuff all the time. And I'll pull up the, your, your, my receipts, how I uh, see it. I've seen it on the shorts. Okay. So listen, see you didn't know. See no, you don't have to act like that. I'm gonna just go ahead and tell you the know, story. Nobody and sees my so face. So you saying, so you saying, uh, you sent me that. I say you didn't, okay? But in okay. case, but it did. The point is, I tell everybody. The point is that maybe he was offended by the way he was approached by Puffy. Okay. Well, whatever maybe, his name is. Maybe he was offended by the way he was approached by Puffy slash Diddy. Okay? I don't know. But maybe that's what caused him to not... I don't think there was any dislike prior to that. Maybe so. But they seem to be, you know, at least civil. And maybe he was offended. And because he I didn't take kindly... Well... If we saw the same video, we then did he did the not, video, then 50 didn't take kindly to Puffy he, doing he that. He did not take kindly okay. to, to, to whatever his name is doing that, Diddy. However, I don't know when he started to not really care for Diddy. I have no idea But who that. said he we didn't care for him? He does. Just out of his own mouth. Oh, he says, I don't care for him? Ma, listen, allegedly... 50 Cent doesn't appear to be a big fan of Diddy. He says that he doesn't F with Diddy. Well, Those that's what that's, I heard him say that. Right. But I didn't know that's what that meant. 
I didn't know if that meant he really didn't like him or he just really didn't F. Okay. I didn't good. know what he meant. Good. Well, leave that alone because yeah. all that's alleged and that's not okay. where we're going with so, that. So, in any in, 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 in event, the, what you're asking me, yeah. my response to the question is that I think he's an ideal person yeah. to, to do the uh, documentary. I think it's a wonderful idea. Okay. I think it's a wonderful idea. Okay. And well. he's, he's actually not just jumping on a person to be jumping on him. He's actually turning a situation into something positive that can impact a lot of victims. So I, I think I think that's good. I, what I will say with this, and if somebody comes for me or not, I would like to see come Diddy, for us, honey. I, come right on for us, and we got something for you too. So go ahead. Diddy doesn't need anyone to defend him. In fact, no one has actually come out and defend him. So I'm not going to defend him. What I will say is, is that I don't ever really see Fifty Cent ever coming after any white people who have allegations against them or have gotten into trouble. I never really see that happen for whatever reason. I've just noticed How that. about one reason? I'm going to throw out a totally benign reason. How about the fact that he knows the black people better? How about he knows them way more intimately and feels more comfortable and feels, Eminem. And feels more knowledgeable? Eminem, not Eminem didn't have any allegations I was getting ready to him. say, what allegations are those? No. Okay. But you understand what I'm where I'm coming from. I understand what you're alluding and how do you, to. And how do you know that he knows all I, the black people? I, I, I have heard him say that he knows the ones that he's said things about. Okay. Um, but I know what you're alluding to. And and guess what? I agree. Mm-hmm. I co-sign. So, you know, fifty, we want you to be an equal opportunity. Okay. Yes. We want you to be an equal opportunity critic. Correct. Okay. Correct. Hold everybody accountable. There you go. Okay. That's why I love Dave Chappelle. He'll dog out everybody. He everybody. Certainly, he certainly does. Everybody. And that's the way it's supposed to go. Okay. Okay. Uh, my a little bit of bad news. When we we're gonna get into some relationships. Actually, a little bit of bad news. We haven't heard bad news already. Well, yes. But okay. Well, this is uh, Cardi B has revealed that she is single in a new Instagram live, confirming her breakup with Offset. Now, her and Offset have been married since 2017, and they have two children, ages five and two. And any thoughts on that, Ma? Uh, Cardi, I hope you receive the happiness that you are seeking, whether it's with Offset or without Offset. And that's what I'm going to say for Cardi. Yeah, I'm going to say, Cardi, I wish you all the happiness in the world. I know you like to share information with your fans, but you don't owe your fans your uh, intimate details in your personal life. And I guess I'm old school with this. I don't believe in oversharing personal information about your relationships in general. That's, That's right. Me. That's right, Cardi. And you know what? And Cardi, I have all the confidence in you that you will handle your business appropriately. Okay? Right. You will handle your handle. What needs to be done, I have confidence that you will do it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so let's move on to Joshua Jackson and Lapita Nyong'o who have confirmed their romance as we saw them stepping out together, holding hands. Now, Ma, is this out of pocket or on the money when people said that Joshua Jackson appears to have a type? Well, that's wonderful. Plenty of people have a type. You see, the only, the only thing of, the, of this is that he seems to me. like um, 
uh, black women of a certain hue and of a certain uh, hairlessness and so forth. You know, I got it. And of a certain good physical uh, shape and all that in good physical shape. That's what's wrong with that. That's wonderful. No, well, he was with a woman that who was looked German. almost who looked almost just like. No, I meant the last. No, one. I know what you're talking about. Oh, he was with a German yeah. woman for twelve years. Well, so. so now he changed his type. Yeah, he so, has a different type. That's wonderful. Plenty of people have types. Many, many people have types. I don't. You did, <laughs> but did you switch your type? I did. I did. You definitely used to have the type. As in the words of Daddy Cola, things change. Right. That's right. Things change. So there you go. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right. So um, let's get in my, to some film and some, some TV shows. First off, we went to go see Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. And my, it was an amazing experience, very personal, uh, familial, just, just, you know, over the top. Uh, Beyonce's clothes were on point. Oh my goodness. Um, I just Fashion galore, honey. Fashion right. galore. Like how you always say she was snatched. Totally. Uh, I, I just really loved it. And it was different than, I don't want to compare it, but I'm going to compare it because we have to. Uh, it was different than Taylor Swift's film because Taylor Swift's film was basically just her concert from the beginning to end and they took out a few songs. Right. Beyonce's was more of, look, this is how... The, the concept this is how the lighting is staged this is how uh you know everything is put together these are my choreographers these these are my musicians um this is my babies this is you know my family this is my right my uncle this right. is how it right. came to be the renaissance right. experience and ahead, yeah, yeah absolutely oh i co-signed a thousand percent on what you said it had much more of a family movie feel to it you know and it showed what was going on behind the scenes and she talked about uh the one of the pregnant uh musicians in the band and how she was performing pregnant and they showed her a lot and she went into who who was it uncle johnny's dress who was it uncle johnny Mm -hmm. um who was um the her gay seamstress and Mm -hmm. and and her uncle and her uncle right right i don't know if it was a real uncle or not blood uncle or not or they just called him uncle johnny i don't remember but anyhow it was so close it was either family or like family and and she oh she just went in and she gave other people lots of opportunity to shine on the stage and i thought that was so good i thought it was so beautiful her dancers were on point her singers sound like they was angels you know unreal she had the most beautiful melodious background singers that you ever wanted to hear and they were every size shape color gender everything uh, uh, in the kaleidoscope mm-hmm. it, it just was so beautiful and and what came across too and of course the family you know, shout out to Dad. Mm-hmm. Matthew Knowles was in there for a minute. He had mm-hmm. a couple little cameos. And you know Dina Knowles was in there. Of course. You know? And it was just so wonderful. Everybody she in sex salon. You, you know what? I don't... I, I don't there was a little clip of her, but I it must flashed. Have, you know what? Quick. I must have blinked. You know, I 
didn't it seem to me almost a glaring absence of Solange? Mm-hmm. And I know Solange is very much her own person, if I'm to believe what they say is true. Mm-hmm. So if she wasn't in there, I think she was choosing not to be in there. True. I don't think that Beyonce left her out. Mm, I don't you think know. so either. But, but Solange, who was known to have attitude, probably chose to be well, not, yeah, well, she, I think so. She stands in her own convictions well, well, as, a, as a woman. Well, well, and then that's what she's doing. That's not a criticism. That's just an observation, okay. and, and and that's my observation that everyone was pretty uh, out front with everything, but you didn't see Solange. Okay, you know, uh, it, it it just beautiful. It, I'm so happy I went to see it. I am so happy I went to see it. It was very upbeat. You know, I thought I'd hear more kind of slow songs or something, you know, but it was not. It was very upbeat. It had, you know, love songs all in there. It course, was the majority you know. of the but Renaissance it album. It was the album, right? right. And and it, it was it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Anything you could think of was there. Yeah, it and a couple there. of little co- cool guest appearances uh, by Megan Thee Stallion. She had Megan, she had Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, Lamar. Yeah. and and Diana the Ross. queen and the queen of the queens, Diana Ross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was really nice. It was really, really nice. Really, just beautiful. So, what do you give it, Mom? Oh, you know, I'm nine. Top I'm shelf. Nine. Yeah, I'm top shelf. Yeah. I'm top shelf. Nine, nine point five. I'm top shelf. Yeah, I think I'm there with you because it oh, was different yeah. than what I thought I was going to walk into. It wasn't just a concert, and I don't mean to belittle a concert, but it was a whole. It was a film. It was a concert film. It wasn't it just was, a concert. It was a whole event. It absolutely, okay. absolutely was. Yeah, um, you know, Beyonce. You know, we love you. Keep it up. Keep it up. Beyonce and family, yeah, and family. Oh, and I even love the twins, uh, Larry and Lauren and Lorenz. Yeah, I love them. You know, yeah, just beautiful. It's just beautiful. Okay, so let's move on to our second film, which we're gonna go down a little bit on our praise, probably for this one, which is Family Switch, starring Jennifer Garner and Ed Helms. A happily married couple is like fearful of disconnecting from their family. Uh, that's how it kind of, that's how it starts. A planetarian uh, alignment causes them to switch bodies with their kids, and that's the whole plot of the story. You you feel for the children. The children feel for the parents because now they're in each other's bodies. They see all of the drama, the trials and tribulations that they each encounter, and it brings them closer together. It was pretty cliche. Uh, it was pretty corny. It did have a somewhat happy ending, but it was also something that you could play spades or bit whist or poker through and come back and you know what happened go ahead Mom. right okay so sorry I'm just pissed. listen i disengaged after the first few minutes it was too <laughs> silly too goofy and just a big waste of time i do believe it did have a happy ending as most christmas themed movies do they usually wherever whatever the path is it usually leads to a happy ending around the holidays Great, that part is wonderful. That's it. Glad it was over the end. Really, really sucky movie. Did not like it at all. I'm going to give it a three and a half hooch. Right, 
Right. What about you, Mom? Two. Hooch. Okay. And our final movie of the week was Leave the World Behind, starring Julia Roberts, Maharshala Ali, Ethan Hawke, and Kevin Bacon. Now, there's a couple that's on a vacation with their teenage, well, one is a teenager, they're kids, one teenager and one preteen. And they're staying in this really nice remote Airbnb in Long Island. And they get a mysterious knock on the door and it's Maharshala with his adult daughter. And apparently there's been some type of weird, strange occurrence. We don't know this at first, but that's actually what happens and what starts the uh, rise in action, which we never really feel as though we completely understand what's going on or really have any real conclusion from this. Uh, I think I was hoping for more. I had fallen asleep on, on it the first time because it was a long day and I was like really excited to see what happened. And so I restarted it and then nothing really happened. There was some deer that were a little bit strange. There was a plane crash and there was what happened ma i i, I uh, just there was some auto cars that seemed to wreck into teslas, each other and they were, and they were all teslas. All, they were all teslas mm -hmm. you know what i think this movie was so full of symbolism mm -hmm. that's what i think i think i probably need to see it again but i'm just going to wrap it up by saying from viewing it the first time mm -hmm. i'm going to go with just a six i'm giving it a six premium uh -huh. i'm giving it the six premium because I just love Mahoshala. Okay. I just love watching Mahoshala. Okay, so these get the six. All okay. right. Okay. Good to see Julia Roberts, although she was kind of Karenish, uh, especially in the beginning. In the beginning, you know, yeah. she started to warm up and be a little more, uh, you know, uh, civil. Mm -hmm. You know, as the movie progressed. I think there's so much symbolism in it. I didn't like the ending that, either. Uh, but we didn't well, go into Well, I, I won't tell what the ending is, yeah. but I think there was a whole lot of political symbolism mm -hmm. in it. And the reason I think that is why, daughter. Because the executive producers are former President Barack Obama and... Former mm -hmm. First Lady Michelle. Michelle. Right. Michelle Obama. So I think I'm going to... I'm at a six. Because I wanted things to be neatly tied up and they weren't. And I wanted a lot more questions to be answered and I didn't get the answers. However, I am going to watch it again because I really think I didn't get a lot of symbolism. I'm going to give it a five. Okay. I'm going to give it a low premium five because the actors are really, really good. They're really great. But it just went somewhere and it never returned or never landed for me. Right. Uh, well, the same thing for me. But I think it's worth watching again because I can see it becoming a cult movie. Oh, okay. So I'm going to give it another look. And as it stands, like I said, I gave you guys my rating. And, you know, I'm going in with a six because I think Mahershala is just all of that. Oh. And I will watch him in anything. Oh, I love Mahershala. Yes. Okay. Okay, Ma. Uh, so let's get into a couple of TV shows. We aren't going to do Fargo this week because we got to talk a little bit about the Golden Globe nominations that were just announced today as we're recording this episode. So Raising Canaan is, I really am enjoying Raising Canaan, Ma. 
Yes. Pretty much this week, not a whole lot happened because they're dealing with the aftermath of Detective Howard, uh, you know, killing his former partner. Right. And so that was like, you know, that she had the funeral. They had the funeral. And so uh, people still, I guess his, the, his, the, the partner's girlfriend, she still suspects Detective Howard. Uh, Rock, Rock says that she wants out, but guess what? Tony Danza's character is like, look, I need you to, to kill. What's the guy? Sal. I need right, you to kill Sal. Right, right, And so that happened. Um, Kanan is just goofy as always and always thinking that he's so smart. I don't feel that Kanan is as smart as they try to make him because he always seems like he doesn't know what he's doing, but yet everyone's supposed to come to him like he's this brilliant you know i'm i'm thinking he's supposed to have all this gravitas and juice because he's rock's son okay that's all i'm seeing in that because he's making very impulsive moves just like a a goofy teenager right would do you know and you know not really considering the consequences and just oh we need this money man oh no never mind we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and i think he's like i said i think he you know he has juice because people feel that rock is behind him and you know. Yes, and what the so, hell was that with Marvin? Didn't it seem like Marvin is going to get himself in trouble? Because who were those two guys that he's going to sell drugs to at the club? Like, that was really strange to I, me. Yeah, listen, listen. To me, the biggest thing Marvin did was just walk up in there in disguise you know, through everybody, through how many men? It was five or oh, six the guys. Oh, the I forgot. Yeah, yeah. You know, to me, that's when he was, they had Marvin playing Superman. Okay, he's he's faster than speeding bullets and faster than the eye can see, yeah. and he's just faster than everything. To me, that was the most incredible with with, uh, Marvin. with Marvin. But you know who I'm just loving and feeling? I don't know if I said it before, but baby, it's Joey Badass. Oh, yeah, Unique. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling Unique, and Unique is making some moves because mm-hmm. Unique stepped up there. He right? Did. Yeah, he did. did he so, let him what, know. Tony Danza's character's name. Yes, he stepped up to me. I don't know, but he let him know. This is one Mooley who ain't scared of you. Oh, okay? no. No, you know, joke their language within yeah. the picture. Come on. I'm no, talking about I know, the... I but that's not know. nice. Yes. No, I know. I just don't like that word. No, don't look at me like that. I didn't use it. I, I'm lifting this directly from the show. I know, Mom. Okay. Right, I'm sorry. No, I mean, Tony Danza's using that, you know, I know. expression. No, I know. I, I love it. I love it that he walked in there by himself. No gun letting him know. No, it's not about that. I'm not here for that. I'm here for about the business, you know. And I love that. And I love that it went down the way it did. And and I love that when he talked to Tony Danza, he was like, look, I don't know. Tony Danza said, are you sure Rock is out? And he says, look, I don't know if she's out or not. Mm-hmm. The main thing is whether she has decided she's out. You know, he talked right. straight up. He didn't talk foolish talk like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm believing Rock. He's like, no, nah, I don't know about that. Me and you going to, you know, take care of business. Right. You know, whatever Rock is doing, you know. Right. And I love that. I, I liked his character a lot. I love that he, the way he's moving right now. I'm looking at his brother sideways, you know. I'm a little scared of his brother. Right. But, uh, you know, so, okay, all right. Okay, all right. Well, you know, uh, Raising Canaan is always really good, and I'm oh, really yeah. just enjoying it. And when it, I say so. his brother, I'm not talking about Joey Badass' brother. I'm talking about Unique's, Unique's brother. brother. Right. right. Yeah. Okay, um, and so top shelf for me as always. Oh, yes, absolutely. Top shelf for me too. So we started watching. That's another 50 production, y'all. We, we started watching and we actually finished 
a series called Fellow Travelers that's on Showtime or Paramount, depending on, you know, how you have your streaming service set up, is based on a book. I think it's based on a book. I mean, it's starring uh, Matt Bomer and Jonathan Bailey. And it's about the romance between two men who met in the 1950s and it expands from the McCarthy era to the 1980s to the AIDS uh, epidemic. Right. And so uh, Matt Bomber's character, he is... Hawk. Hawk, right. Right. He's a veteran and he works as an official at the State Department and Jonathan Bailey is like this young... um, congressional staffer and eventually he becomes a social worker and he devotes his his life to to helping people right and it focuses on their relationship and the people around them and i wanted to give uh, a shout out to jelani Aladdin, who is marcus and he's a black reporter who uh, is also gay, uh, but he is a little bit more in the closet, you would say. Right, right. And um, I think he does gives a really, really good performance. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he was a, he was outstanding. He was a, and um and Allison Williams isn't bad playing Hawk's wife. Did the wife, right? Right. So, Mike, go ahead. What are your thoughts yeah. on? Well, uh, you know what? I thought it was excellent. I enjoyed it very much. And when I say enjoyed it, uh, it kept me interested. It kept me wanting to, it kept me connected to the characters. I wanted to know what was going to happen to them. I cared about the characters. I had empathy for the characters. And I wanted the characters to be okay. Mm -hmm. I wanted them to succeed. I wanted the characters to actually be happy. Mm -hmm. I didn't want the characters to be abused and mistreated. And I wanted the characters to somehow, uh, somehow win, mm-hmm. however they could win, whatever winning was within that context, because it was kind of understood that they were going to have to forfeit something, right? You know, and um, and I wanted to see them win. And for me, when I feel that way about any movie or series or whatever, that means it's good. That means I'm enjoying it. I was really invested in it. And um and I would highly recommend it to, to anyone. It's called Fellow Travelers. And it goes and it goes back and forth, back and forth, you know, it skips around through throughout the decades and it lets you know what they're experiencing as either closeted, semi closeted, or completely open gay men. Because we see all, all sorts of gay men and, and a couple of lesbians too. A couple of, you know, lesbians also, you know, who are, you know, uh, closeted, right. you know, right, and, right. and doing everything they could to cover their tracks. And it just shows you the terrible physical abuse and how they were disenfranchised, you know, uh, in the United States at that time. And, and, you know, just a lot of sadness and a lot of hurt, but also a little hope. And then AIDS came in, so they did. Yeah. Uh, that was also devastating in a very different way. So, um, uh, just, 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 I thought it was very good. I thought it was very, very good. You and I both really enjoyed it. I'm going to go with a top shelf for that, a nine. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just giving everybody, uh, you know, in full disclosure, 
uh, that it is sexually explicit. Oh, so yeah. Just, oh, very graphic. It's very graphic. It's very graphic. It's, okay. not, for, it's not for the full, kiddos. Right. You sit full frontal nudity. Yes. And you see, you know, simulation mm-hmm. of actual sex acts. You know, like I said, very graphic. More so than you would short of porn, right. short of straight up porn. It was it was there. So it's not for the children. Yeah. Just yeah. want to put that yeah, out there. Yeah, you know, you need to put the young kitties to bed. Yeah. Okay. It's not a family movie. You know, watch no. it with another... Peer, watch right. it with a peer, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, Ma, I think, I, like I said, I was gonna go into Fargo, but we still we have to get into um some stuff for the Golden Globes, and then we want to okay. talk about what do you have? A couple of the reality shows. Okay. So they did the nominations, and the Barbie movie and Succession are leading the nominations this year for Golden Globes. But okay. we're gonna go through the categories. My, if you get bored, you can tell me to be quiet, and we'll move on. Okay. okay. Well, let's go so, down the list, but we don't have to go all in. We don't have to go in. Okay. No. Okay. okay. So best performance by a male actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. Oh goodness, you're going down that whole list. Okay, go ahead. We'll just. Okay. We Bill Hader for Barry, Steve Martin for Only Murders in a Building, Jason Siegel for Shrinking, Martin Short for Only Murders in a Building. Jason Siegel for Shrinking. Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso, oh. and Jeremy Allen White for The Bear. So. Oh, yeah. it's a little harder it's, now. Never mind. It's a little harder. Yeah, go right. ahead. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, best performance by a female actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. Ayo Edebiri. The Bear, Natasha Leone, Poker, Poker Face, Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary, Rachel Brosnahan, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I didn't, yeah, never no, mind. No, Selena. I, I, I boycotted Mrs. Maisel because I, I, I don't even appreciate her struggle because she has a non-struggle. All right. So, no. Selena Gomez, Only Murders in the Building, Elle Fanning, The Great. Okay. Best performance by a male actor in a television series or drama, Pedro Pascal, The Last of Us, Kieran Culkin, Succession, oh. Jeremy Strong, Succession, okay. okay, Brian Cox, Succession. Oh, the whole Succession cast. Gary Oldman, Slow Horses, and Dominique West, The Crown. I don't know about Slow Horses. I haven't seen that one. Okay, best performance by a female actor in a television series or drama, Helen Mirren, 1923, Bella Ramsey, The Last of Us, Carrie Russell, The Diplomat, Sarah Snook, Succession, Amelda Staunton, The Crown, and Emma Stone, The Curse. No thoughts on any of this, Ma? Mm-mm. Okay. Best performer, performance by a male actor in a limited series, Matt Bomer, who we just talked about, Fellow Travelers, um, Sam Claflin, Daisy Jones and the Six, John Hamm for Fargo, Woody Harrelson, White Hose Plumbers, David Oyuelo, Lawman Bass Reeves, and Steve Yen for Beef. Now I'm not. We'll continue the rest of this, Ma, because you don't seem to really be responding to me with some of these. It's too much. It's too. Okay. It's too much. Well, and am you know? Am I supposed to give my opinions on yeah, all of them or whatever? To tell me who you thought, or you don't really care too much, or we'll just get into it. Did, on the you next know, episode. we'll get into it on the next episode. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll come back. We'll revisit the Golden Globe nominations because there's a lot, and I just got the information in right yeah. before the show. So yeah. I apologize, guys. Okay. All right. So let's get into a couple of the reality shows. Number one is Squid Game. So. We saw the winner 
Who was the winner, Ma? Maya. Isn't that name Maya? I thought, I thought it was uh, May or May. Oh, May. I think it was okay. May. Yeah, May. Yeah, May. Okay. May. Well, I'm close enough. Yeah. So she won the $4.56 million. Uh, it was three people in the final. It was Phil and it was Sam. And I really enjoyed Squid Game until the winner was announced. I felt that my... Uh, I didn't feel as though she deserved to win because I felt that everyone helped her. I felt that she was the most cutthroat and there were more sympathetic stories that I felt deserved to, to win the game. People played it too nicely and she didn't. And that's why she won. Right. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Ma? And you know, I didn't want her, I didn't, two. I didn't want her to win. She was, she was, I did not root for her. I did not want her to win. Uh, of the three finalists, she was the one I least wanted to win. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to say about that. I was not happy with the fact that she won. I was not happy with the way she moved throughout because she was always lying. She was always turning against the people who were closest to her. And they just took her as a nice little... The late middle aged woman or whatever, however they viewed her, yeah. but they viewed her as a non. I think she's like fifty six or they something. They were saying they were saying that. Well, she came across even older in yeah. a way. She came across as being smart, but she also came across as being very helpless. Yes, you know she did not come across in a threatening way, and she was she was very deceptive. You know, she was very deceptive. Like you say, she was scorched earth. Mm -hmm. She did anything she had to do, even to people who really cared about her. And um, I, I, I didn't feel it. She, she was nastier than she actually needed to be. I agree. To win the game. And so I, and I didn't feel her at all. And then some people were uh, just sort of looking out for the team. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and they were sort of team players. And they found a way that they were at least able to possibly win without being so totally deceptive, mm -hmm. you know. And she didn't play it that way. She didn't play it that way. She was greedy, and she won. And it's just like, you know, the bad guy always wins right. instead of the nice guy. So right. I, didn't, I didn't particularly care for that. The, the other two finalists were both nicer than she they was. They came across much nicer. Even when they talked about what they would do with the money if they won, they talked about, I really don't even need all this, all money, this money and I, how they were going to make their family and friends and other people comfortable with some of the money. So And the thing with her, to me, you know, I know that she had a rough early childhood but since then you know she has a husband she has children she when you has say grandchildren rough, only up until maybe eight, eight years old yeah 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 and so i'm not sure how rough it was then right and 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 you can experience you know um deprivation from ages zero through eight but how much of it did you actually embrace when all the rest of it after that was good and she just to me I didn't find her as likable towards I, the I end. didn't either. I didn't relate so, to her at all. I, I wasn't feeling her at all, and I'm sorry that she won. Although I heard she hasn't collected her money she yet. She has not collected the money yet. So I don't know what's going on with and, that. And, and my only other criticism I, was that they ended the game with rock, paper, scissors. Why didn't they? I think Squid Game is an actual game, childhood right. game right. that people play. Right. Why didn't they play Squid Game? 
I, I don't know. I thought that was all. I, I don't know. They may change it when they come back for the season uh, two. Yeah, yeah, for the next season they may change it. Will because you watch it? That pro- I, you know, I I might. I'll see whatever else is being offered. You know, <laughs> that's the truth of it because it's always pitted against what time I have available and my schedule and what else is competing with it. You know, so okay. we'll we'll see. But I, you know, I'm certainly not a super fan of it. Okay, I can I, tell you that. I enjoyed it. I didn't like the ending. I enjoyed it up until the ending. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed it up until the ending. So, you know, let's let's just see how it goes. I, I'm not going to commit myself to watching it in the second season. I don't know that I will. Okay. We'll see. Okay. All right. So, I'm going to move on to our last reality show of the week, which is Married at First Sight. And so I need to finish the rest of my uh, shot. Right. So we're going to start off my with Austin and Becca. And that's probably the best couple that they have on the show. You mean pink? Pink, yes. I like to call it pink. Um, okay. Well, what do you, you want to talk about? No, yeah. I wanted to talk about Austin and Becca. To me, they're Aust- the, they're the Aust- best couple uh-huh. on there as far as compatibility. They seem that they really do Okay, like let me other. tell you something. Uh-oh. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what I'm hoping doesn't happen uh-uh. with Austin and Becca. Yeah, they seem to be okay right now. But Becca has uh, some health concerns without mm-hmm. going all in. She does have some health concerns. She came on there... After recently having had surgery, mm-hmm. and she's presenting him, Austin, with, you know, as she should, be honest. Mm-hmm. But she said to him, they had one conversation, and she says to him, like, what do you bring, or what will you do? Words to that effect. Okay. And he gave her reassurance and told her what he would do and this and that. But then after that was over, I'm saying to myself, well, what will you bring? You're saying, asking him for all these assurances. What is it that you're giving him? I didn't hear that part. Now, maybe I dozed or maybe I went to the ladies' room. Maybe something happened. I don't think I went anywhere. I don't think you did I think she didn't offer. You know, and I'm saying to myself, you know, to me, you're bringing him a whole lot and not saying what you're going to give. Why is it a disproportionate burden on him? Or responsibility on him mm-hmm. when you aren't saying what you bring. Or right. is it all about what he's supposed to bring? Okay. You know, and don't forget, you're bringing an extra issue. And I know they're saying better for better and worse and all that stuff. You know, I've been married a couple of times. I got it. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand all that. But what? But you're saying to him, you know, what does he bring? What does he have to offer? What do you, the same, if he poses the same question to you, Pink, what are you going to say? Why do you call her pink? Because her hair is pink. What are you going to say? So I don't know. I well, wasn't... Is her name Becca? Yes, her name is Becca. Okay. And, and what I'm saying is that I wasn't necessarily feeling that. Okay. And he may take a minute and think about it and say, mm, is this a good bargain I made here? Right. Because not only are you coming with different physical things, which, you know, anybody could have, but what about your attitude? That's great. I don't know what that really means when you're saying to me, what am I bringing when you bringing me uh, you know, extra burden. Oh, see, I have to go back and rewatch it because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, at this point, I'm thinking the ones that we thought was about the worst are looking much better, and that's, that's going to be Claire and, and Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Right. To me, they're starting to look better. 
than but a they lot of these other people. But they don't. Okay, nobody. Okay, here's another thing that I, did you notice? This also, this he doesn't want to live with her. Oh yes. Oh, uh, did we forget and, that? Austin and Becca. Oh, he said after the decision day, he doesn't want to move in with her. He wants to live out the rest of his lease and she said well i have a month-to-month leave so it makes more sense for you to move in with me because he has a roommate right so i think all, it's a female roommate i'm not sure i don't know they didn't show I don't her know. i don't so, know so yeah, all of that, I I heard that all of yeah, that okay. was a bit strange because eh, it's in the yeah. 30s i, I don't know i'm i'm seeing the red flags with them so so no yeah. you're right but my you know something that I, well I, we just started talking about it what what Nobody happened? is very sexual yet, and no. that's odd no. on this show. Somebody right. has usually somebody is, is cooking. had sex, yeah, and, or right. Sexual chemistry. Right. Nobody has sexual right. chemistry here. No, Everybody's like, oh well, we'll one we'll person wait. is more aggressive than the other. The other one, oh, I'm gonna take my time. You take your time. You got married. Listen, I don't. I understand it's a stranger, so you may not want to jump into it. But out of the original five couples, one couple, they didn't even get married. Another one is heading toward divorce, and then the other three, you don't even see anybody kissing. It's just very odd to me. I, I agree with you. They're so, all they're all coming off like they really just aren't attracted to each other. Right. Okay. So let's go to Claire and Cameron since you mentioned them. Are you? What are you seeing with that couple that's making you feel a little bit more uh, supportive of them, or like they might turn into something real? I, I'm feeling that they're communicating better with each other. I'm feeling that they actually are, you know, living in with each other mm-hmm. and not saying, "I think I'll just run for the hills and I'll see you if I decide to come back from my excursion." You know, and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. What I'm seeing from them is that they're moving toward each other where the other couples seem to be moving away from each other. Okay. And that's what I'm seeing from them. Do you them. see attraction? Yes. I'm seeing them, that's what I mean, moving toward each other. You know, and that's with the communication, the agreement to stay together and spend time together. All those things are moving together. All those things are moving toward, you know, I'm seeing them in bed with each other. I'm seeing them living under the same roof. I'm seeing them growing together. You know, incrementally, they are getting much closer. You know, I'm seeing him not being so rude, running ahead of her, acting like he's not even with her and all that nonsense like they did in the very beginning. I'm seeing a reversal of that. Whereas in the other couples, it seems as if I'm seeing them growing more distant as opposed to coming together. So uh, right now, my assessment of these couples, you know, C and C are looking the best based on the last episode C and C are looking the best. Now we want to get to who is absolutely. Well, wait. Let's go. Oh, okay. We got oh, two no. more. Right. Okay, go. Let's do what we the no, last say the best for last. Go ahead. Emily and Brennan. Okay. What the hell happened with them? I don't know. All of a sudden, when you mentioned Brennan, or mentioned Emily to Brennan, Brennan looks like he has a bad taste in his mouth. Yeah. You know, and guess what? He's, where's he living? Where's he living? Then not with where's her. Where's he living? Where's he living? 
Not with her. In his, what is it, a basement apartment or whatever? I don't even know. Some one of them had a basement apartment. <laughs> no, I, I think I don't was know. Cameron. That might have been Cameron with the spider, yeah. the, the, you know, traps or whatever. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even matter. I'm really kind of, you know, joking about all that. Yeah. But I'm not joking about the fact that he is distancing himself from her. And when it went to, when they had to visit your apartment day or whatever it was, He's already over there in his apartment and she's got to leave where she spent the night by herself and get up and get dressed and whatever and go over there to him. I would not have gone to his apartment. I would not have gone. If you don't care enough to be there with me in the apartment that they got for me or come over and at least get me and act like you want me to come, no way, baby, would I have come to visit you at your apartment. You aren't holding up. You're breaching the agreement that we made. Guess what? I'm breaching it too. You're breaching the agreement because you don't want to be with me. I will not be visiting you in your apartment. It ain't going down that way. Yeah. No, I will not. And then you, you know, you act like you don't care if I came, and which you did not. You didn't care if I came. You didn't want to be with me. Guess what? I will not be traveling to your place. No. If you had that attitude toward me, guess what? Right back at you. Right. That just seems... Listen, I, I don't know what happened between them, but something really bad happened, and we, and they didn't show it. The edits are not letting us see. But you know what? But what he said was, but what he he's actually not attracted to her. Mom. What? What? He, listen. What he actually said was that he was not even attracted to her during the honeymoon. Now, see, during the honeymoon, they presented as mm-hmm. you know, kind of you know, nice. Yeah. You know, like they were okay, slowly getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. They weren't all over each other, but they certainly seemed like they were okay. Mm-hmm. He says no. So he was not even attracted with her during the honeymoon. Pastor Cal asked them. And so he but, said no. But see, here's my thing. Some of these people that come on this show. I don't know if they did their, if the sh- the producers did their show with mental health history. Because what are you looking for? When you are coming on the show sight unseen, there's nothing wrong with her physical appearance. She looks average to a little bit above average or whatever. She's, her looks listen, are fine. Listen, she what can look like the about? most beautiful woman in the world. He said he ain't clicking with her. He's not clicking with her. Okay, no, but so. he's also the person who said he would never get a divorce. It's right. married for life. Right. Well, you know what? When he said that, we know he was BS. I called BS when he said that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. You don't know what's going to go down. And I'm you not, still not going to get a divorce. It, you don't know. It you doesn't hope make sense. Everybody who gets married hope it's going to work out. Right. But that doesn't mean it's not, you know, that it is. It's just not making sense to me and it's not clicking. He is, but you know what it is? Right now he is so blunt and so callous with his disregard for his feelings and that he, you know is not attracted to her for whatever reason. And once again, she's eating humble pie mm-hmm. and, you know, like, oh, what can I do? Or why? Or this or that. And Pastor Cal, I would just want to bop him in the head because Pastor Cal is, what's his name, Brennan. Mm-hmm. Well, what is it that you don't like about her? And Brennan himself, and I give him credit for this, Brennan said, no, I'm not going to go there. Then Pastor Cal, uh, that which was right, Pastor Cal shouldn't have said that. Right. And then Brennan said, I mean, Pastor Cal said, well, what is it you do like about her? Mm-hmm. And I forgot what he said. It must have been little. I don't yeah, even know what he said. Nothing, right? I don't you know. But but Pastor Cal changed it up, which was much much nicer. But I didn't like it as if 
she's supposed to be responsible that he doesn't care for her or he's not attracted to her and it's her fault and she's supposed to fix it and she was there good listening for that like that was all good instead of her saying wait hold up Pastor Cal mm -hmm. and you hold up Brennan if you don't like my apples don't shake my tree right. okay if you right. don't like my apples don't shake my tree I don't that's like, it I don't like how they always come out after the women yeah what about you know, these this men was, this was like page two yeah oh oh shout out to page who i have heard is in a good relationship and, and expecting yeah that's right working. shout out to page i'm not sure you wanted to go that way but it must be okay i heard you was happy i heard it was a good guy right okay right, right. and so getting back to yeah. to, to this yeah. no 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 but, but just but shout out for this, page getting back all. to this season i'm not feeling I'm not feeling Brennan. I don't like his no. attitude. I don't know. It's like and it's just he like just, he's a different person. His whole expression change. Yeah, I don't know what he's seen. Yeah. I don't know what he thought. I don't know what his hangups are. I don't. Sour. Know. He has and, a sour and, expression. And let me say, the producers are not doing a good job in finding matches because they're not trying to. The producers to. seem as if they're purposely going to find people that don't match up. And speaking of don't match up, my let's take our last little rest of our shot for okay. Orion and Lauren. Orion and, oh, uh, listen, to Lauren. Yeah. Health, wealth, happiness, long life, and prosperity. And sister, keep your head up. I know you're fed up. Shout out to Tupac and the angels. Keep your head up. I know you're fed up. Salud. Salud. Ooh. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, Orion and Lauren. They were not compatible from the beginning. We really were just hoping that we would see an anomaly. We did not know what we were going to get with them. They physically did not seem like they would match, but sometimes people don't match physically. Sometimes it's the spirit. And, you know, it's emotions. You'll have things in common. It's the energy. It's the chemistry. Bad it's vibes. All of it, no. no. Right. All of it is a no. I don't know if he, if Orion just is was not feeling Lauren, if he was not attracted to her from the beginning, if he wanted a way out, if he didn't want to be on the show, period, if he really is looking for a man. If he is all power to him. Or just a different person with or a whatever person, gender, whatever. Whatever, whatever. You know? But wait a minute. But wait a minute. But you know what? But wait a minute now. Let's look at um, Lauren. I'm looking at Lauren and I'm going, you say you, you know, you're open to, you know, whichever type of, whichever gender. She's fluid. And stuff. But wait a minute now. But you also said you want somebody to protect you. Didn't mm -hmm. she say all this yeah. different stuff? Did, do you see that in him? No. This 29-year-old man-child well, living in with his mother? I think he's 28. Or 28. He's probably listen, 29 listen, now. who cares? He's Whatever. probably 29 late, now. Late 20s. Was... Late 20s. Let's let that yeah, make yeah. a difference. Yeah, okay? Okay? Stop Let's it, let Ma. this... No, you stop. Let's let this man-child who's living in the home with his mother... And it's unemployed. You see, and it, you know, and with a wobbly head, like he can't even, his neck is not even strong enough to support his head. This is a man that you see strength in, Lauren? Come on, Lord, come call it. Call it like it is. Then now nobody's sparing your feelings. Call it like it is. You look at this man and see strength? You look at this man and see an equal partner? You look at this man and see what strength, potential? What do you see in this man? 
this hyper, this BS, I call BS on what he's saying anyhow. Because you didn't offend him because you didn't say anything to offend him. I call BS. I say he was latching on and inflating everything because he just wants out. Okay? You didn't, you didn't call him anything. You didn't say anything. You've been nothing but gracious and forgiving. I call BS. Lauren, I know you hurt because you lost your mom. But she's looking at you, baby, and she got you. Get out of that and keep your head up. What is he to offer you? What is he? Is that what you think? You think that man, that person is going to offer you oh, support and protection? You saw when you looked at that little puny, flim-flappy, wishy-washy man, <laughs> you thought he was for you? You thought nah. he was going to bring a man who can barely, can barely <laughs> get his words out? You know, you thought he was offering you something? How? He, you mean he was attractive to you? You can buy hair anywhere. Well, I know you didn't get any better hair. She has beautiful hair for her And she's right. You know. Uh, uh, come on, come and, on, come and on, that, That's all that come he on, has Lauren. working Look, for him is his right, nice head of right. hair. And that is worth not that much. Nope. Not very much. His attitude right. is not Come is on, Lauren. You did not see the man you wanted in him. You just was blinded by your grief over your mother. You know you didn't see nothing in that man. He has not been nice to you. He, he has nice not treated to you. you. Not, not just nice to you. He ain't got it in him to he offer you. He has not you. treated you like a queen. You talk about treat you. He ain't got nothing to treat you with. <laughs> he, he don't have no history, no background, no job, no money, no nothing. He don't even know his own damn culture. No. He don't even know his own culture, which is a mixed culture. Because he's half Caucasian. He ain't even real native. So to don't even try it. No, if you just get, get, girl. If you want to get real, is he worrying about your fear? Get with him. No, okay? It's true. That's right. So you get and with him. And when you look at don't him. Don't you take that, and Norman. When, and no, and it's true. When you look at him, and, and let's be real. It's when you look at people, okay? When you look at him, you don't necessarily know he's native or indigenous he has to tell us we see his hair. That's that's about it. Listen, he's a disgrace to natives, okay? On the night of the uh night of the what do you call the bachelor party? Oh yeah, man, y'all have a problem with girth and all this and he's talking all this old talking and everything. What girth? What what are you talking about? Talking all this old sex stuff. Then he gets in with the woman. Yeah, no, no, ma, no, listen, I'm I'm calling you out on Call this me. Because Call me. this is when we all were together. Uh, when I say hus- hubby and dad and ma. You're right, get okay. to it. You were asleep when he was going in on all the different sexual positions but and everything. But switch. No, no, yeah, he's all Well, that's sudden, my point. No, because she said that she had sex two months before... You know uh, I but, saw that? But, and no, he said, no, now sex is off the table. You saw that part. Yes. But you didn't see what, oh, he, what he said he was going to do. But that, but my point is still the same, daughter. You were supposed to be Mr. Sex Machine, and then all of a sudden, now you, ooh, no, ooh, sex is off the table. And oh, wait, no. Mark, but he hasn't had sex in two years, and he's in good. his 20. Good, you know what's so good? So this is the man that, Lauren, you think you want? You think you bring it? You think you're getting two years worth of what? Okay. <laughs> He ain't had nothing to offer in two years. <laughs> no, Lauren, go ahead. Girl, in Lauren, you may not see Come it on. now. Lauren, the universe is protecting you, baby. The universe is saving you from a damn tragedy. That man is tragic. 
That man is bad news for anybody whose life well, he Lauren enters. Is a, is a He's cool bad woman. news. She deserves Lauren, something better than that. Lauren, please, I don't believe if Lauren wasn't in some stage of grief, Lauren would have immediately said, it's unfortunate, producers and guys, y'all, but this is not the mate I'm looking for. <laughs> He's not the mate for anybody. He's right. something that's not right, right with Orion. Talking about, talking about he wants out. Lauren, you better say thank you. Wait. You need to kiss and hug Wait, him and Ma, say bye. Ma, how are you going to tell your, your wife sex is off the Right. Table? When I saw him, I would have said, mm-mm, sex is off. I did it. He ain't even worth me undressing for. No, but. He ain't worth the energy. Listen. Oh, no. Listen. Okay, so I'm going to, like, push back on that because you can look at a person and all of a sudden, you see them, and you don't know what they're working with. You don't know, you don't know how they'll treat you. You don't know any of that stuff. That's right. But he, he, he already was at a deficit. Yes. And physically. Physically. Yes. To go, yes. No, I mean, but my, no, because I like somebody to be able to pick me up and throw well, me across the room. Well, she can pick him up. Well, maybe she said, I'll pick him up and throw his hands <laughs> across the room or whatever. what she wanted. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't think oh, he was no. her type even physically. How I do don't you even know, think. Ma? She says she wants somebody strong and protect her so they give her somebody half her height and width. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think so. Ma, I'm in trouble because you just like messed up my whole golden globe. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but let's we do got, Golden Globe next we'll, time. We'll do okay? that. Next All right, too. guys, we'll do Golden Globe okay, next Ma, time. Okay, Ma, before we get into we'll continue, of course, with Married at First Sight. So, guys, we're going to be doing a new segment on our YouTube channel. We'll let you know when it's going to drop, and we want your opinion on it. We want you to let us know because um, we'll see what we'll do with it. But we'll let you know. It's coming out in the next couple of days, actually. All right, so, Ma, 18 businesses have, at, at this time have terminated their relationships with Diddy's new e-commerce company in light of his abuse allegations. Oh, my. Anything that you want to say for no. Mr. Diddy? No, I've said enough. Just take it, you know, take him on. You see on. his prayer hands here. Yeah, just take it oh, on to court and let it, do, take it on to court and let it be what it's going to be. I'm tired of all the innuendo and stories. Everybody trying to get in their lawsuit, just meet the deadline and get it on in and see what the merits are. That's all. Okay. And you know, if you did the crime, you do the time. If you didn't do the crime, then you're exonerated. Okay. You know, and that's it. And that's all I'm going to say. And that's for Diddy and everybody else on the planet. Because that's the way our system goes. At least in theory. You know. You know, and uh, you know, and you know, he's been very fortunate with a lot of things. And you know, you need to have an attitude of gratitude. If you don't have an attitude of gratitude and think you can go around abusing people, you know, everybody has to answer. You answer one way or another. You know, so at least that's my belief. I agree. You know, so let's just see how it all goes. And you know, and you know, and. I want to say to, you know, all the victims and all alleged victims, alleged victims yeah. you know, all the alleged victims, um, have your day in court and you deserve justice, you know, and restitution and everything else. Okay. Three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, the moon, and here's four, a bonus. I'm going to give four and five. Good family relations is number four and good sports, number five. 
All right. Okay. Number one, Ashanti and Nelly, congratulations on your pending new baby. Uh, number two, Beyonce's Renaissance film. Get it, get it, get it, get it. And number three, I know, <laughs> I know you are not a fan of this, mom, but Big Brother, Reindeer Games. I don't know why I like Big Brother. I need okay. to go on that show. All right, good. Okay, ma. Um, anything that you want to say before yes, we go? Yes, yes. I want to say, please, tis the season to be jolly. Tis the season to use Lyft, Uber, Rideshare, car service. Tis the season to appoint a designated driver, whether you're drinking, smoking, the, uh, the, what do you call, edibling, and whatever you're doing, microdosing, whatever you're doing, please, let's have a designated driver, okay? Let's be responsible enough that we can all enjoy ourselves without wrecking ourselves. If you know you're going to indulge to the max, which you have no business doing, but in case you slip and, you know, Not overdo me. it, stay home. Stay home or stay put. Stay woke. Okay? All right? And guys, don't forget to stay woke. Keep your eyes open. If you see something, say something. And don't forget to vote. Remember to vote. Okay? Stay woke. Enjoy the holidays. No drunk driving. The life you say may be mine. This is not our last episode. All right. Come on. Okay. okay. All right. All right, guys. Thank you guys for supporting the Bambushi Happy Hour. We really, really appreciate you guys. We love you guys. You know, for helping us chart. We really, really love that. Um, and all of your support. Uh, continue to subscribe to our YouTube channel, All Things Pays You, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. Guys, make sure that you um, like us on uh, whatever platform or streaming thing that you're listening to, whether it's Apple, go to Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour, um, go to uh, X, go to Instagram at the Bambushi Happy Hour, uh, and also, which one did I miss? Threads. At the Bambushi Happy Hour and all things Bijou. Really appreciate you guys. We see you. Go to our Etsy shop at the Bambushi Happy Hour, guys. We have some new things on there. We even have some Christmas uh, bikinis. So we love you guys. Continue to support us. Thank you so much. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.